Good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a Pin and a Napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to book club number 23, and today we are going to discuss a book that is near and dear to my heart, Change the Culture, Change the Game. And this is a book written by Roger Connors and Tom Smith. And this is an older book, I believe uh, the first edition of this was printed in, let me find it here, 1989, and so there's a lot of different changes with this. Uh, It is a business book that you can apply to your basketball programs, and this is a book that I leaned heavily on uh, during a stretch of my coaching career where our culture was not in the place where I wanted it to be. I needed to see, uh, look, look for something outside of the normal basketball route. And I, and I found this book and I picked it up and, and it really helped us turn some things around in a short, short hurry. We talk about culture. We talk about wanting to change culture, but how do you change it? And what I really, really liked about this book is it showed you the step-by-step process of your culture and how to build it and, and the steps that you should take to do that. Okay. Uh, the authors talk about a results pyramid, and at the top of this pyramid is, of course, results. Below that is actions, below that is beliefs, and below that, at the base of the pyramid, is experiences. And the pyramid works its way up. You start with your experiences, and if you have great experiences, your beliefs are going to change. If you have great beliefs, your beliefs are going to lead to even better actions, and your better actions are going to lead to the desired results. How do you start by changing your culture? How do you start changing your culture? Uh, Connors and Smith call it a culture of accountability. And there's four steps to it. You see it, you own it, you solve it, and you do it. And these are the four things that they talk about here in this book. And and, and I could talk about this book forever, uh, but we're just going to hit some highlights along the way here. Uh, What you want to do is you want to start with your top three results. Find three things that you want to have as your top three results that you would like to see changed in your culture, and then work backwards from there as you plan. Okay, So to accelerate that change, keep those results in mind, but you've got to understand that you've got to hit the steps along the way. You can't skip any steps in building that culture. Um, What actions do you take or change to achieve those results? is something that you need to think about. You also have to understand that people will fight these changes. There are people within any culture that are comfortable with where they're at, and if you are coming in and trying to change things, especially if things are going well for these people personally, there's going to be some some uh, fighting of you uh, from doing that, from making those changes. So how do you deal with that? How do you deal with that confrontation, how do you deal with, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, someone who is is going to fight your changes? You deal with it directly, and you, you deal with it. Uh, you you confront it right away. Uh, you don't have to be mean. You don't have. It doesn't have to turn into an ugly shouting match or anything like that. But it needs to be confronted as soon as possible. So, in order to change the actions, in order to create new actions, you have to change behaviors and how your behaviors work. Uh, you, you, you have to, 
to stay on people to change their behavior, or they will revert back to their old behavior. Uh, it is a lot harder to start a good habit than it is, uh, it's a lot harder to, to break an old bad habit than it is to start a good new habit, okay? So you have to break those habits and you have to be stubborn, you have to be consistent, you have to be uncompromising in this philosophy of breaking these behaviors. You have to be very consistent and you, it is important as you bring new people into your organization. In our situation, uh, it's either freshman players into your high school program or transfer players into your program. You have to assimilate these new players and show them this is our culture and this is how we're going to make things work. So what drives all of this, in the book they talk about employees and our situation as coaches, it's our players and their beliefs are going to drive your actions, and your results. You have to create experiences for your players so that they will then have great beliefs. They become believers in what you're doing. When they believe in it, they will have even better actions, and those better actions will lead to better results. Okay, So you've got to have these experiences, and now we're at the base of the pyramid. These experiences, you have to do four things with these experiences. You have to plan experiences, then you have to provide for these experiences or create these experiences. The third step, it's really important. You have to ask about these experiences. Once you've provided and gone through the experience, it's important that you ask about these uh, experiences. You need that feedback to know what went well, what did not go so well, uh, how do we change things, so forth and so on. And then interpret that feedback and pick out what you think is important and what you think is not important. If, if you've got 15 players on your varsity team and 14 of them say, Coach, this was a great experience, and one of them says, Nah, Coach, I, I hated it. I was miserable. Okay, you've had a good experience. You've had a great experience. If you have 14 kids that are telling you, Coach, this was a bad idea, and one of them says, Hey, this is great, then obviously you need to change that. You need to, to throw that away. And, and if it's something that you need to throw away, admit, Hey, guys, we tried something new. It didn't work out the way I wanted it to. We're not going to do it again. And you move on from it. You need to make sure, and I think uh, uh, it's really important, when, to recognize when you need changes. Here are some symptoms of when things are what, what Connors and Smith call out of alignment and when your culture is not in alignment. And here's just some examples of it. Uh, you revisit issues that you thought were already solved, whether it's a player issue, whether it's a playing time issue, whether it's uh, something on the floor, i.e., you know, we, we thought we had this press breakdown and it's still not working the way that we want it to. We have to revisit it again. Uh, usually it is some sort of cultural issue within the locker room that you thought is taken care of and you thought it'd be done. Uh, when you still have people that are going to complain, when you still have people that blame, when you still have people making excuses, your culture is not in alignment. Or you have a lack of ownership and enthusiasm. That's when things are not in alignment. So... It is important as you develop these things to make sure that you know which key people that you need to have on board. Who do I, and it's, and you can ask, you can ask behind the scenes as you step into a new situation. Hey, who, you know, who are the kids? Who are the parents? Uh, who are the administrators that I need to have on board? Uh, who do we need to hear from? When you get these people on board and how to get them on board, you keep your, you keep your cultural changes uh, very simple and repeatable. Uh, you have to walk the walk if you're going to talk the talk as the leader. It is important that you 
show that you are a symbol of this change and that you are going to uh, you are not only talking about culture change, but you are implementing that change yourself, and you're doing what you're asking your players to do. Uh, it is, again, very, very important when you start to feel that change to turn that you continue to stay on it. Don't let your foot off the gas when you see that culture start to change. And then once you feel like it's implemented, you have to stay on it. And then I'm going to wrap up with some thoughts on that. Uh, you need to figure out what your beliefs are and what are beliefs that are important to you so that you know uh, what you want to see. It is clear that you need to understand before your players know what, what they're supposed to do, you have to be able to define and show your players exactly what they should be doing. And you know exactly what you want. If you need to, show them film of either their team or other teams of this is what I mean when I say blank and have that in place. So as we wrap things up here, uh, just some few ending thoughts on this. Uh, I think, and, and I just posted this on Twitter a little bit ago, you should ask three questions constantly within your program, whether it's to administrators, players, your coaches, uh, your managers, whomever it may be. What do you think? Number one, what do you think? What are you thinking right now? Where do you feel things are? Okay, uh, you get an answer. Why do you think that way? Why do you feel that? Why do you feel it's going really good? Why is it a little bit of a struggle right now? And the third thing, what would you do? What would you do if you were in my shoes? Okay, so those three questions you should ask a lot. Uh, what do you think? Why do you think that? And what would you do? I think are important questions that you constantly need to ask within your program. So as we wrap this up here, it's important that you, you just some random thoughts here, and there's a there's a bunch of random thoughts that I could have on this, but some key ones that I've picked out. You need to show why change is needed. I, I think it's really important today that these kids want to know why. Why? Why are we doing this? What is the purpose of this drill? Why are so you need to show we're attacking this part of our culture because of blank. And if you have stats to back that up, that's a great idea. That's a great thing. And and we're in the process of that within our program right now. So it's important that you show why you uh, change is needed. You need to understand that you are either going to manage the culture or the culture is going to manage you. And you need to take charge of this situation. It is your job to implement this culture. And if you're not going to do it, then everybody else is going to manage you and you have just lost your position of leadership. You also need to understand Culture never ends. Culture never ends. Like I, I, I said this just a few minutes ago, when you think you're ready to turn the corner on that culture, that doesn't mean let off the gas. It means you hit the gas even harder. And you keep implementing that culture and keep pushing that culture until it becomes common and you never let it go. I think the most important thing that we need to realize when it comes to culture, you change culture one person at a time. You got to change the culture one person at a time. You're not just going to come in and wave a magic wand and cast a spell over people. You need to change this one person at a time. One of my favorite stories, I'm going to end with this. Uh, one of my favorites in the, favorite stories in the book is they, they talk about culture change like a baby learning to walk. Most children, uh, very few if any children, when they're learning to walk as, as, as kids, you can see that process. You can see them pull them, themselves up. And they take that first step, 
And of course, they're going to fall right away, almost almost every time. But everybody loses their mind, and they start cheering. They start cheering. They start going crazy. We need to do that when it comes to culture change. You see that first step? Hey, we go nuts. This is great. This is awesome. Way to go. Way to go. Great job. Even though you failed, we took a step, step forward. And then they take two more steps. Yay, all right. And we keep pushing this, and we keep pushing this. And then once they see that, once they put everything together, that baby starts to walk, and that becomes a symbol of your culture, and you've cheered it along, and now you've gotten to that point where your baby has learned to walk, your culture is implemented, everybody has bought in, and now you are ready to, to really take off just as a baby does in life, all right? So change the culture, change the game. Again, this was a book that helped me out a ton as a coach. Uh, it helped us turn our culture at one point. Uh, when we needed to have some changes, and and I highly, highly recommend this book to anybody who may want to pick it up. As always, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're listening, of course, you're on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, like, rate, review, subscribe, push us out to other like-minded folks. Email us with any questions, comments, suggestions, ideas, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Uh, look us up on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. Like us on Twitter there. Uh, we try to put out daily stuff. And, and and try to help coaches out. This is the purpose of a pen and a napkin is to help coaches make themselves better. I do want to apologize to our loyal listeners. I have not done a very good job here these last couple, two or three weeks. Uh, we've kind of been recovering from the COVID, uh, not personally, uh, but just as a society. And, and I've been getting started implementing my new program. And uh, I just haven't had uh, that with, with uh, just dad duties and family duties. I haven't had as much time to, to track down interviews and to record interviews and to put that stuff out there. But I promise you, I promise you, we're going to get that going heavy here in the next week or so. We're going to get some new interviews. We're going to do some great stuff. I've talked to my friend Casey. We're going to have a new headlines uh, pod coming up here uh, probably within the next few days. So new, new stuff is coming with interactive things. Uh, but you know it's my fault, and I and I and I apologize for that. My uh, for our loyal listeners, I sincerely apologize that we're going to have some new and great stuff coming up here in the next few days. So, coaches, as always, let's pray for peace. Let's stay safe, and please be sure to hone your craft one day at a time.